0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Open your hearts, loosen your butts,
2: it's time for couples therapy.
1: Yeah.
2: hello everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is naomi my name's andy and we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy we answer a couple of different questions from a couple different listeners Whoo, child i'm gonna tell you right now you guys <laughs> i don't know if i ate too much or it was too spicy but your girl is now feeling gross and distended mm. you know so what i'm telling you is i'm my best self All right, I'm bringing you 110% of me right now. Andy, your facial hair is
3: looking good. Thank you. Make a t-shirt that says gross and distended. (laughs) Colon, living my best life. (laughs) And then sign at the bottom, Naomi McParrigan. I think, no, I think it's
2: gross and distended, right? Uh And then on the back, hashtag thriving. (laughs) (laughs) And then
3: Naomi McParrigan. Naomi, I have to tell you what last week's episode of Zaynab changed my life. Oh my god! Tell me, I'm no longer getting vaccinated, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We'll have a comment on that later. But no, no, no. Remember we talked about like donating to strangers GoFundmes. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, I yes. was always like, I feel I'm the Lacey Mosley of the group. I <laughs> felt like I'm always getting scammed by that kind of stuff. Okay. And Obviously, I donate to friends GoFundmes or friends' families GoFundmes. Right. I donated to a stranger's GoFundMe this week. Wow. Oh, my God, Indy. Now it was a friend who cottoned me on to this.
2: I'm sorry, cottoned you on?
3: Yeah, uh, I think that's. Uh, I think everyone can understand what I was saying
2: there. <laughs> I just have never heard you use that phrase, <laughs> suddenly bring that phrase, and I'm like, wait a minute,
3: wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that an old Southie kind of like... Uh, when you ha- say Southie, do you mean
2: Southern or do you mean Southie, Bo- South Boston? What are you saying? Uh,
3: full disclosure: <laughs> We are recording this at like almost eleven PM at night after a full day. I don't know why you had to give full disclosure. You just this is you, no matter what time. Southie, it's an old Southie saying. I don't think. I don't think literally every sentence I say has a has a word that doesn't make sense in it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, it was a. It was a strangers that, uh, I guess a friend, no, my friend didn't even know them. It was just like a good deed for these people uh, who were in trouble. So, uh, and I donated to it. So, you know what? Changed my life. I'm
2: really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. And you see, it's like, you've done that. You know, look, you just gave to somebody. You said, just take that into the universe. And that's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. That's gorgeous.
3: Mm -hmm. You know what else is gorgeous? What? We have a couple comments. Ooh. Okay. So here comes, this is a written comment. I'm not sure where it's from. I forgot to put that. Let's just say from the size of it, I want to say Instagram. Okay. Hi, friends. I listen to the pod every week, and this is my number one favorite pod for many reasons. The two of you, the guests you have, the advice you give, the animals, etc. But <laughs> one piece of advice slash discussion that you had really hit home for me. Recently, it was on the PFT episode, Paul of Tompkins episode, where you discussed leaving the space when your partner is doing something, in parentheses, cleaning, repairs, whatever, and mm. parentheses to lessen the stress. Has helped tremendously in the last two weeks. Mm. My husband and I are new homeowners, and therefore have some projects in asterisks that I absolutely loathe doing, and have started <laughs> leaving when he's doing them, or doing them when he isn't home. And wow. I am a better person slash spouse for it. And then there's a emoji of a smiling face with like one tear.
2: We love that. That's beautiful. Yes, you just need your private time. Perhaps you're using that time to listen to the pot Mm -hmm. as you fix the door jam. I don't know what a homeowner has to do, (laughs) but I'm just something about sconces, something about a jam, something about crown molding.
3: All right. As you clean the, the molding. What's the what the baseboard molding? Because you clean the baseboard molding? Because you
2: clean the baseboard molding?
3: Which is classic. I have to do classic homeowner to do. We don't even own this apartment, <laughs> and I still have to clean the baseboard molding. So anyway, I thought that was very nice. We changed my life was changed. We changed someone's life, but also, also sometimes uh, we for the for the sake of our guests, we hold back on our opinions <laughs> on certain things. And uh, uh, a caller called in to leave a comment about... Do you remember someone called up their... They just had a baby. Yes. And their friend is anti-vax. Yeah, and they week like, last do I want to
2: not be friends with this person ever again? Is yes. that wrong? And, and we like, oh,
3: no. we soft-pedaled a little bit. Not sure what Zaynab's position was on and not feeling like getting in an argument with anyone. Absolutely. So this person called in, and Naomi, can you play that right now? Absolutely.
4: Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, I'm just listening, or finished listening to the episode with Zainab. And um, I felt compelled to call in about the person who is asking about their friend who is unvaccinated, and them having a baby, and their friendship not really being um, aligned. But the the choosing not to be vaccinated thing is being you know kind of a deal breaker at this point. I completely understand where Zainab was coming from in terms of maybe the reasons behind choosing to not be vaccinated. But where I digress is that she felt like it was insane to end a friendship because of that. I think one of the things that didn't really get discussed was the, the implications that choosing not to be vaccinated has in today's world. Unfortunately, in 2022, choosing to not be vaccinated usually, not all the time, but usually comes along with other, you know, opinions and, and things that are, if they don't align with you, I can understand why you would, you know, not want to have a person like that in your life anymore. Um, I fully agree that, people should be able to have different opinions and we shouldn't all have to agree on everything, but in certain areas, when it comes to the vaccine and the people who are choosing not to be vaccinated, they're usually also, you know, anti-science, anti-basic human rights. And um, obviously we can tell that a lot of times and all the time, but a lot of times they're, you know, associated with certain you know, sides of politics. And um, obviously there's also another side of this with, you know, black and brown people, the history of, you know, vaccines in that community and I can completely understand those populations being um, concerned, but at, at this point in 2022, with how long we've had the vaccines, um, I, I can definitely understand why that, that person, um, that listener is struggling with maintaining a friendship with someone who is choosing not to be vaccinated. So I just thought um, I felt, you know, compelled to call and just share that, that that I too have had to draw some lines when it comes to people who have certain political or you know anti-science beliefs where it's like okay if we can't agree on certain basic truths then maybe we're not the best fit as friends uh, anyway thank you for your show and um, I look forward to listening again thank you bye okay
3: okay yeah. that was real that wasn't wrong I agree 100% uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like uh-huh this is the thing if I ended friendships based on uh, people not uh, following peer-reviewed science. <laughs> Uh, I think maybe I would be living uh, alone with no with connections me. to any humans. With me? Sure. I think so. I think so, for the most part. But Whoa, if I was saying- <laughs> for the most part.
2: This <laughs> is the intro, and you're trying to get
3: real. No, no, I would say, like, 98%. But, I, but like, the amount of people who, like, don't wear masks inside, and it, the amount of, like, liberal friends of mine who don't wear masks inside and stuff like mm-hmm, that, where I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah. I think they're, I think... There, I think drawing the line at people who don't get vaccinated when their beliefs also cross into like right-wing fascism uh-huh is a smart move sure but sure. if that's the only thing that they're not doing i then it's a conundrum right. Right, right, right i would just not talk to them anyway <laughs> exactly i would just let exactly. the i would let the friendship die naturally but right. i don't know if i would make a, a scene yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but that's me that's all right i agree I agree with you. It's not just you; it's me too. Yeah. God, I'm so full. <laughs> well, in in that case, Naomi, who is our wonderful guest? And and underline wonderful. Put wonderful in sparkly letters well, cause this is a good friend of ours.
2: Okay, we'll truly. But while I do have you, Friday, August twelfth, eight thirty p.m. at Largo, I do have my show. Naomi at Perrigan makes friends. If you have not had a chance to grab a little ticket. Please do. All right. This is a beautiful thing. We have Sarah Silverman. We have Megan Gailey. We have Asif Ali. We have Solomon Giorgio. Mm. Well, 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 well. Talk about iconic, idyllic, impressive. I don't. Mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Try to get a third eye in there. The point is that's an option. That link will be in the show notes.
3: So okay, having that having that plug yes. in there. Naomi. Thank you. Now I can a go wonderful forward. show.
2: Oh, today we've got a dear friend. We've got a gifted, gifted talent. The one, the only Ashley Birch, all right? Ashley is an actor, a voice actor extraordinaire. You've heard her dulcet tones, not only in the intro to this episode, <laughs> but video games like Horizon Forbidden West, The Last of Us, TV shows like Attack on Titan, Steven Universe, Adventure Time, and of course, where our love began. You've seen her on Mythic West on Apple TV. Come on. So without further ado, the one, the only. Ashley Birch. Roll it.
3: What other voices can we force you to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was so, a
3: character
5: called Tiny Tina, so she's probably the weirdest one I got. That was probably the most impressive one I got.
3: What about your character from Steinsgate?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what she does?
3: I can't remember. I've spent years. I think that's since I her, her main
5: thing. I didn't even know you you watched Science Gate*. bury the lead.
3: I didn't know you were in it when we first met. We met at Michelle Bouteau's uh, That's right. Thing.
5: What?
2: For her? Ashley? We went
5: to always be my maybe, oh, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I think that was the first time Morton and I met Andy.
2: Yes. Okay. I also love that you call that Michelle Bouteau's.
5: We <laughs> <laughs> very much
2: I mean walls.
3: <laughs> she's the one who invited us. We I hung know. out with Michelle. I know, but I. Was like, Michelle's what? I okay. barely I've, I've met Ali Wong twice Once when she was on Beginnings And once when she was on your show At Largo and that's Thank it. you for telling me And getting so specific That <laughs> so it's gonna be Michelle's Michelle's movie <laughs> um,
2: But yes When you met You didn't know About Ashley's extensive resume
3: No And uh, well, I, I
5: didn't I, know you were Anime heads either that oh, was yeah. a That was a fun That was a fun discovery for me Did it Did I discover it that night That you were anime heads?
2: Probably not. I think I feel it, like it would have been. been later when we had the many moons ago when we had you and uh, your lover on the podcast.
5: That Oh, it might have been then. Yeah, actually.
2: We were
3: talking about Why'd that. Why'd you pa- pause what you were about to say Mort?
2: Because I was going to say his full name, and then I realized. They might be like, who is that? So I should say lover. And then I also was going to call him Morthison,
5: which is not his <laughs> real name.
2: So it was at first me going, "Morthison, no one knows who that is, and that's not his
3: real name. <laughs> and then saying lover. We might just Mor- have his
5: name legally changed to Morthison because
3: it's... <laughs> More than lover, fiance now.
5: Fiance! fiance. I am betrothed.
2: You are fiance.
5: I'm fiance. How
2: exciting. I know. Now, let maybe we'll use that as a way in. Were you somebody who wanted to be married, you know, were you a gal who thought about it a lot? Were
3: you like- Do you have a a folder (laughs) from when you were a child of wedding dresses that you cut out of your mom's Vogue magazine?
5: The (laughs) folders I had when I was a child were just various pictures of Sailor Moon. (laughs) <laughs> and the adjoining sailor scouts. Those are my folders. Final Fantasy characters, anime girls. That was it. So no, I didn't I didn't think about getting married. I was only thinking about how can I become a sailor scout? What will it take?
3: Right, right. Which one you were would you thinking I be? about? How you can build your party, not how you yes. can <laughs> find a mate.
5: No. I mean, I, you know, that was part of the equation, but the main thing was like fighting evil.
3: Mm-hmm. By moonlight. <laughs>
5: That was the main thing.
2: Okay, I love telling people what I think of them. You know that, right? It's like my favorite <laughs> way to start a conversation. And then they're
3: like on their heels, which is not nice. But I am shaking my head, but I'm also smiling. So <laughs> like. For the listener. Yeah.
2: Like I think of you as somebody who has probably always had a partner. Meaning mm. not nece- not obviously because I've known you in one relationship, uh, but
5: like so you know it is? accurate and so called out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really?
2: Because cause you are well like First of all, you are so crushable. Because it's like you are like this pretty <laughs> bubbly girl who's also like I'm cool and I <laughs> play video games and I'm like who's
3: not crushing on oh, it? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, there is a kind of like Comic Con <laughs> Venn <laughs> Vend- diagram. Okay, Vend- a Vend- Comic Con Venn diagram. Can you describe you,
5: like, the Venn diagram?
3: Well, just like <laughs> you like it's the same. You know, like when women walk around in like dressed like Power Girl or something at Comic Con. <laughs> And there's like a legion of like slugs following her. I like, <laughs> actually wasn't dating slugs. No, no, no. But I'm saying, but I, uh, I'm I've saying dated that some like- slugs. I've dated <laughs> some slugs. But I'm saying there's that kind of like there's that uh, you fall into the center of that Venn diagram. I'm yes. a manic
5: pixie dream girl in some ways. Yes. I suppose, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah so- I, I've definitely. It took me a while to. Well. It's interesting because I really have had a she's all that kind of arc in my life where I was really? like the ugly duckling that what? no one liked. <gasps> yeah, high school, I read comics by myself. Oh. I crushed on this guy named Ben Lobato. Uh, shout very, out to Ben Lobato. Shout out to Ben Lobato very openly. Um, <laughs> Wait, He had on. like a s- scar on his eyebrow, but he also liked Star Wars. So he was really much my niece. <laughs> um. <laughs> But it wasn't until college that people started paying attention to me, and I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, all you know, the first slug that came along, I was like, sure, I've never kissed anyone before. Sure, you um, remind me
3: of Jabba. <laughs> you remind me of uh, whatever that thing is on Jabba's the.
5: Wait, salacious, salacious crumb. crumb. Salacious crumb. Salacious
3: crumb. We came up with that the exact same time. <laughs> Do you know what I did in my head? Because I once made a meme that was salacious R crumb. And it was salacious crumb with a big booty. Just like in the style of R crumb.
5: Oh, that's very and good. And so
3: I remembered that. And I was like, R crumb. Salacious crumb. Okay, so... <laughs>
5: Naomi just shook her head and rolled her eyes at the I, I, at I time. said, honey,
2: I don't know what you two have going on right now.
5: I'm not threatened
3: by it. No, and I, nor I said, you go be. ahead. <laughs> I don't understand. But wait, wait, Ashley, I want to go back yes. to Ben Lobato for a second.
5: <laughs> Please. I hope he listens to your podcast.
3: <laughs> when you said you were openly crushing, what did that look like?
5: Oh, my God. I was not. It was so strange because I was a very insecure gal. And I really had not come into my own in terms of aesthetic. So mm. I was where I had very long hair pulled back in a ponytail, bushy eyebrows, had n- n- never touched any sort of makeup in my life and was always wearing an oversized Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie. I had <laughs> <zipped in. laughs> Why was oh. this my aesthetic is my wow, question. You hot two. topic
2: but realness.
5: I was a hot, but like not like a hot, hot topic girl. I was a hot topic slug, if you will.
3: <laughs> You're and a cold topic.
5: I was cool topic. <laughs> and I remember, um, well, that was more middle school Ashley. High school Ashley uh, uh, upgraded to, like, ill-fitting jeans and some tops that weren't uh, hoodies. <laughs> but um, I, I think I asked Ben out. I told him I liked him. I was very forward. Oh, wow. Even Ooh. though I had no confidence and no, <laughs> no success rate. For some reason, <laughs> I was like, "I'm going to go after this guy that every girl has a crush on," and it didn't. Work. Oh, he was that guy. Oh yeah.
2: Oh wow. Okay, so that's very different, though. Okay, he was a bad said- boy
5: nerd, which is like, a is catnip for the women of Thunderbird High School. All the I guess so. That's
3: very now. particular the to Thunderbird High School. <laughs> <laughs> Bad boy nerd. The women of Thunderbird High School needs to be so, the title of something. Oh, my God. That is a <laughs> it comic It could be the
5: title, title of this podcast
3: I <laughs> episode. Oh my, We've go- got a lot already, i got to say. we're That's competing with a lot of other titles so far. And we're only 10 minutes in.
2: Uh, so when you put yourself out there with him and he was like, how did he take it? Again, this is a teenage boy, so he certainly doesn't have to be nice.
5: He was very sweet, actually.
2: Okay. He let That's me down good. easy. Okay. Okay. Uh,
5: and then I gave him a kiss on the cheek, and then I what? Re- what? I, I know. And then I, I realized afterward. I re- I ref- reflected on the conversation, and I was like, I've been rejected. This is funny. oh. <laughs> oh
2: no.
5: Uh. But yeah, then he proceeded to be totally normal around me. Okay. He was very... He handled it quite gracefully. Good job, Ben. Okay,
2: for a high school... Yeah, when I look back on some of those young boys where I'm like, you know what? You did really good.
5: Yeah. For
2: your age, especially. I I'm the like, odds. Yeah, yeah.
3: Definitely. Yeah, yeah they yeah. all just like shoved everything down. And mm-hmm. then later in life, they dealt with it in therapy. Oh, you're talking Andy, about you. How were, oh. Yeah,
5: how were you as a high school boy, Andy? <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, like uh if i got rejected which only happened once when i asked someone to the prom uh and they already had a date and then i felt Mm. very foolish and i was like okay and then i went sat down and (laughs) sat in the shame for the rest of calculus but you had
2: a Calculus shame is the worst shame but
3: you sat in the you had a girlfriend for the last two years of high school i had a girlfriend from like uh most of 11 like end of 10th into like early 12th or something like that okay okay so Mm. i thought it was through senior year but okay i see she was an older woman too ash was she yes she was uh
5: 35 she was
3: a a year older than me
5: oh but but still and then she went to college
3: yeah Uh uh-huh um but wait but wait okay what this uh, this Ben Lobato guy? Oh my
4: god! <laughs> I love it how excited you are on Ben Lobato. I know Lobato. we are like
3: no, because I want to get a picture of him because you said bad boy, but also nerd. So I'm like, is he a skater? Is that the like kind of thing he's doing?
5: He was skinny. Um, he had. I'm trying to think of who he. I'm trying to think of like a, a celebrity comparison. Um, he had like. What does Jared Leto look like? <laughs> <laughs> or like a walking phoenix? He had a bit of Jared Leto, but okay. like but like a larger, a more prominent nose, maybe.
2: Interesting. A
3: prominent, a nose forward Jared Leto.
5: A <laughs> nose forward I'm Jared I'm trying to Leto.
3: imagine this person. I'm imagining so Jared Leto as a witch finder. For some reason... <laughs> A witch general to me. <laughs> is, uh, no A
5: vampire knows. hunter Jared Leto. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. But,
2: okay, so that's your first time putting yourself out there with somebody, right? And No,
5: it was the second.
2: Okay. So, okay, for somebody who was in the corner by themselves. I know. You were putting yourself out there, sis.
5: I don't. I truly... There's so much of myself that I don't understand, <laughs> even with all the therapy that I've done. I really don't. I was... I, I was shy. I was insecure. And yet I... I just asked boys out and was rejected multiple times, but just kept going for it. do you know what. It didn't get you down. It didn't. I get I guess down. it didn't really get me down. I think it's because I sort of knew it would be a no, so I'm like, well, there's nothing to lose, I suppose. Huh. huh. I don't know. Very interesting. Now, but here's a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, please. No, well, I was just going to say that I think the boys that I chose were were good choices because they were they let me down very easy.
2: Mm. Both.
3: They both, were. They were soft, fellas. gentle boys. They, they were soft, soft gentle, gentle boys. boys. Yes. Did Was this stuff, was this conscious? Were you like, I guess I don't have anything to lose? Was that a conscious thought? Or- no. Not just
5: in
2: hindsight. Or
3: you just like kind of like gut instinct, I'll just go do this?
5: I guess gut instinct, I'll just go do this. But I really, I don't know. I have this perception of myself as like a very anxious, oh, I don't put myself out there kind of person. But I asked boys out and I moved to LA to become an actor. So I guess I have some chutzpah or I uh-huh. wouldn't have done those things. Yeah. Huh have to reframe my self-image a little bit
2: uh-huh I think you might have to uh-huh. I think you might have to we'll we've got to rewrite the narrative uh-huh. the copay on Venmo yeah Venmo the copay that's what we're gonna do <laughs> but okay so but then you said you got to college and now they're checking for you and like yes. the first guy yes which could be an exaggeration but was like was college then like the first time you kissed a boy
5: I should actually amend my previous statement that it started senior year of high school and then okay. went into college. Okay, but yes, what changed. Co- better hair, <laughs> and um, I gave up on romance. <laughs> I think the combination of I'm now I'm not gonna high school's almost over the the moments passed, so sort of laissez faire attitude about romance and better hair. For some reason, the combination of that got me. They loved
2: it. Yeah, they because, love that. Yeah. Honey, that's the smell of herbal essences. Okay. <laughs> they can smell that you are out here deep conditioned and over it.
5: And they
2: want you. That's exactly what they want you. Um, but yes,
5: yeah, so that was the first time I kissed a boy. Was in, I kissed a person. It okay. was in college. Okay. And so,
2: you know, once you kind of do it, because I will say that too, like college was also when I got my first boyfriend and- mm-hmm. uh, I had boyfriends like the first two years. Like I had one boyfriend freshman year, one boyfriend sophomore year and then a whole lot of hooking up the last two years.
5: Ooh, good for you.
2: Oh, I don't know, girl. <laughs> no. I don't know, girl. Cause sometimes, because I'm the kind of, like the way you said like you could ask somebody out and then sort of shake it off, I would get too into people. Like it just took up mm. too much head space, too much emotional space, too much yeah. Ani DeFranco. and I wish I had not done that. Mm. But I know that feeling, what you're saying, of, like, you get there and it's like, oh, you like me? Am I somewhat Uh likable? And then you just kind of, like,
3: get with
0: some people. Take all (laughs) comers. Yes, exactly.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
5: Um, It wasn't – that didn't happen as much in college because I was in, like, kind of two relationships back to back. That happened more – I would say the early post-college days, I was single, I was mingling, and, um, and for whatever reason, if someone asked me out, i kind of just be like, "Nah." Okay. <laughs> for the most part. I don't know why, I think, I, you know, I was afraid to be alone, probably. I liked company, hmm. and I guess I liked, uh, I liked being liked. I suppose it's, it's like an early twenties thing as well. I bet.
2: Oh, what's an every time
3: thing? Oh, it's all the an time every time thing. thing, probably. Yeah,
5: yeah. So that was my slug era.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so wait, okay, hold on. Back to <laughs> <college>. Ben Labata. <laughs> <Ben L'Bata. laughs> <laughs> Back to Ben Labata. What's this guy's deal? Can I hang out with him? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds cool. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 back to college, right? So, okay, so you're kind of, like, feeling yourself. Is that the term, Naomi? I would say. That's a question. Are you feeling yourself? Like, are you aware of
2: the attention, and are you into it?
5: I don't think I was into it yet. I think I was uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I remember there was this guy that was, real, like, cool and attractive that was hitting on me, and I, like, I went, ah, bye. I, I couldn't. I could not hang. I couldn't. Wow! It was too much. It was too overwhelming. I was like, "This guy is way out of my pay grade, and he <laughs> should know it." And I don't know why he's approaching me. And so he uh, he pursued for a bit, and then I just kind of ah, i i i quickly and scaredly moonwalked away from him. Really? <laughs> kind of gave up interest. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. <laughs>
5: um.
3: Did you wait? Where'd you go to college? I you're our friend, so I did not do any research on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized.
5: I went to Occidental College in Eagle Rock, California.
3: Oh, you went out here, so you really yeah. wanted to be an actor.
5: Yes, I wanted to be a voice actor specifically since I mm. was like thirteen. Because oh, wow. of anime. Mm, because of video games.
2: So yeah. you persu- So you wow. really did pursue wow, wow, wow. what you want. You know you're what. what
3: you're doing.
5: Yeah, that makes
2: your success a lot less stressful for me
0: because <laughs> it's mean? like
2: because like when someone's like this is something I've been I've been wanting to do forever. And like you got out here at age 18, you know, to be such a successful young person. I'm like, well, yeah, that checks out. You've been kind of on this trajectory for 20 years.
5: Mm, you know, I see what
2: you mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK, because, you know, when these young people come out here. <laughs> By come out here, I mean cross my vision. <laughs> Being very successful. Show up on Twitter. For I you. get very stressed out. Oh, I okay? understand. I get very stressed out. Oh, yeah. I've had to make some mutes on Instagram
5: recently <laughs> because I've been triggered. <laughs> so. I understand and I relate. That makes sense. Yes. I, I've really, for whatever reason, went on voice acting from a young age, um, which most people fall into voice acting. They're not like yeah. sent out to be. Yeah. Uh, the new Disney princess or whatever. So yeah, I got in kind of ahead of the curve, I suppose.
3: Okay. Yeah. Were you like laser focused on this, and maybe that's why um, you've always just kind of been booed up? Because this Who'd is because you're Explain. like you're like I don't want to have to like have all the drama. I'm I'm trying to do this thing. I don't want to deal with the drama in my love life. So I'm just
5: gonna oh lie. no, I filled it up on both ends. I I am pursuing this and I want a dramatic love life. I I was just, it's interesting. Yeah. I've always been focused on romance, but never like, but I never, as you asked, I had like never had a vision of like, I'll get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew I wanted a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So I was kind of always pursuing that. And it wasn't until I was like, this is unhealthy. I keep going from relationship to relationship and I keep picking poor, like picking people that don't treat me the way I deserve to be treated. I'm just going to be alone for like a stretch. And then I was alone for like six to eight months and then I met
2: Morphison. (laughs) I I was going to say six months when you say like a stretch.
5: I know. it's not, it wasn't long, (laughs) I have to admit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but then I met Morthison and now I'm. Now I am going to get married, which is well, because he
2: is so very different from your previous lover. Right. Because your previous lover was was, it was was not king
5: of the slugs.
2: It was like not your but you had been together a while, correct?
5: Uh, no, uh, no. Oh, okay,
2: You got out of that quick. He didn't stay long.
5: I think it was like a year. year? Okay. Okay. I found out he was a pathological liar and I was like, yep. And I, I bailed. I jettisoned, ripped, ripped the cord. Um, and that was when I was like, all right, I got to take a pause. I got to figure okay. out what's happening here. Um, How did you find out? My brother told me. We were, um, we were working together, which was very ill-advised. A lot of it was very ill-advised. Um, and then someone else in the company was looking into this guy, found out that he was lying about a lot of his credentials. Mm. And then we basically found out that he was lying about everything.
3: Mm, you yeah. don't have a PhD from Oxford?
0: <laughs>
5: oh, God. Yeah. Oh, so uh, I was on a trip with him, just the two of us, and I got this like cryptic email from my brother being like, when do you get home? Oh, God. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, I don't uh, like this day. He's like, okay, well, just let me know as soon as you get home. And I was like, what is happening? Right. He's like, he's not who he's saying. This is like <laughs> a like movie. This is, you, is like I one know, a lifetime isn't it? movies. It's like very, a lifetime movie. He didn't want to loud. tell me while I was on the trip, of course, because I was alone right. with this dude. So, right. But at the end of that trip, I was like, I need to fucking get away from this guy anyway. It was okay. just like very shitty. Um, so, but yeah, it, my brother telling me that he was a pathological liar was a very large nail in the coffin. Okay. For sure.
3: Do you yeah, mind yeah, if I ask yeah. how else he was shitty? Because that seems like the, a big one, too. Just oh, boy. Liar. I mean,
5: he, uh, you know, pathologic liar and all the things that it entails. So manipulative, um, uh, like, he was, like, kind of petul- He 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 showed all of this a lot later, and a lot of it came out during the trip, which was weird. But, like, sort of like a petulant childishness narcissistic like all this stuff came out i was like who the fuck what the fuck is happening with this mm. guy and i like remember sitting in the airport on the way home and being like this dude disgusts me i just remember feeling like "Ugh." <laughs> so when anthony told me i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> um but yeah he was just like randomly mean very uh yeah petulant um impatient I remember us having to wait in line to like check some bags and he was annoyed. He, ha- he was like getting so frustrated that we had to wait in line that he kicked his bag. And I was like, are you five? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Ooh. And this was all stuff, behavior I had not seen from him before. Before uh-huh. that, he was like, he seemed to be like a fucking ocean of calm and patience. He and, was like, reeling you in. Yes. He was yes. reeling you in. He was reeling you Yeah. Where was this trip? Where'd you go? Do you remember? We went to France.
2: Oh God! International. I know. That's a yeah, yeah. You're overseas with somebody. You may not Woo. come back alive. You've just got to go with the flow. Oh and I God. met
5: his dad and his stepmom, and his stepmom seemed like she was being held hostage. I was like, I gotta go. Oh my <laughs> my <laughs> God. Oh, no. It was, it was weird. It was really weird. I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <am> glad too. <laughs> my
2: God. Yeah, yeah. You could have
3: gone down to the catacombs and not come back up. Exactly. I know.
2: Push you off the damn Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I mean, Woof. my God. God. I know. There's so many ways to die in Paris. <laughs> There's so many so beautiful many ways. So many ways.
5: So many beautiful, you know, <laughs> sort of cinematic ways to die in <laughs>
3: So
2: Paris. many. So many. Getting run over on the Champs-Élysées.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, Drown in the Seine.
2: <laughs> God,
3: it is poetry. It really is.
2: It really <laughs> is.
3: What are you looking at me for, David? Did
2: you have another question, or did you want to answer some other people's questions? Uh,
3: yeah. I just have... I mean, I just want to know, like, were there any... Um, I was going to say great loves. Let's go with... <laughs> let's downgrade that. Were there any people that you did have romantic feelings for... Like you thought were the one. Positive romantic feelings for prior to this slug? Or was it just a parade of slugs?
5: No, it wasn't a parade of slugs. Um, I had...
2: Parade <laughs> of slugs.
5: a song. Slug parade. <laughs>
2: we're
5: going very slow. Slug parade. Um, my first boyfriend was a was a a good dude, but it was a bad match. Mm-hmm. Um, the the person um, I dated after that was um, she since transitioned, so she. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't after that. Okay. There was a great love. It's a little sad. They passed away. So, but that was the person that I thought I was going to be with. So that person passed away. And then... The, while you were dating? Yes. Oh, no. Ooh, actually. Yeah. Um, he overdosed. And oh. that was very, very difficult. So then I start. I met, um, her name's Isla, um, while I was kind of in was grieving so and and she was also grieving because she had lost her mom so that was, I was a, we're still friends but that was also a weird
0: yeah. situation
5: and then um, I dated someone else after that who was also a good person who has also since transitioned her name's Maddie and that was a good that was a pretty good relationship but we were long distance because she is living in Canada um, so then my girlfriend in Canada <laughs> people always say it's a joke <laughs> Um, so then that, so those were, like, those relationships were, um, pretty, pretty, like, I don't think they were, like, toxic. They were yes. just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. life. And then, right. um, and then, the, and then the slug parade happened. Uh-huh. And then, um, I met Morthison. So
2: I was, thought your, your partner who had od was actually right before Morthison, for some reason.
5: No, no. Uh, that happened in 20, end of 2012, Mm-hmm. So I was, I was but a babe. Yeah, um, yeah. But
2: you know, you're now with someone who is sober. Yes, who's openly, which I feel like I, is why I can say it because yes. they're like a sober person. And I just wondered, you know, if that was informed by your previous experiences, feeling like, okay, yeah, I would like somebody who, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> is that part of what's attractive? Feeling well, like, like, okay.
5: Bye. I think not, not consciously, I suppose, but I think. The great thing about, uh, I keep wanting to call him Mortison. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about Mort is that his sobriety is tied so much to personal work that he does. And he, mm-hmm. he takes it really, really seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was one of the first people in my life, I think, that really, un- uh, my partner that OD'd, was, his name was David, um, was one of the first people in my life, I think, that really understood David and didn't mm-hmm. have judgment about him or you know i mean there but for the grace of god go i is sort of the vibe right so like um so it wasn't conscious but i think there has been a lot of um healing i've been able to do in being with mort because he has had a lot of sympathy and empathy for david and then also being with someone who's sober he has sort of a rigorous you know a lot of stuff pathological liar and active addict, there's a lot of lying that happens. And Mort works, you know, very hard to be honest and, you know, good on his sobriety. So I think that is helpful to me as someone that now has trust issues. So so yeah, it wasn't something that I was consciously seeking, but I think it's ended up being very, very good because for his own benefit, Mort has to be pretty rigorous about like, you know, being on the straight and narrow. And that's helpful for me. Well, I was going to say,
2: too, in a way, what is also can be good in that situation is like he has not just a system, but a network in place. Yeah. Which means you are not the de facto caregiver. Yes. And I feel like I could see you falling into that in relationships, largely because, you know, you are my caregiver. You know, at work. (laughs) You are my primary
5: caregiver. (laughs) And so... (laughs) I'm like, your emergency
2: contact. I know. You are. Well, cause like the first, cause I met Ashley, like when I was shooting mythic quest, it was like, I was doing reshoots. It was all done. It was like the first scene I was doing first person I was talking to. And you know, everybody, obviously you'd all shot. You were all friends. You all knew each other. And I felt like I just like showed up this new character they wrote. And I was like, is this good? You were the new kid <laughs> senior year. Yes. Well also like, spring semester senior year, okay? okay? And I was like, is this okay? And you we were like, <laughs> yes, you're doing very well. <laughs> so, like, you know, I could see that being, you know, something that just happens in romances.
5: Oh, yeah. It's something that I've had to work on um, a lot is not feeling like I have to take care of my partner and allowing myself to be taken care of is, yeah. has been hard. Um, yeah. But the more that I do it, the better it is. Yeah, yeah, I get and that. And happier I am. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't have to worry about, like, as you say, like, um, even if I, you know, even if when Morton and I get in fights or whatever, there will also be moments where he's like, look, I'm going to write some stuff down, I'm going to call someone, like, he right. has systems in place, and he, he is, like, really good at, at um, taking ownership of his side and taking responsibility for his part in things, and I have just really needed someone like that in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very desperately. So, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, we've been together like five years now. Yeah. And we're freaking engaged.
0: <laughs>
3: so. Um, and he's very funny. And he's
5: very and he's funny. He's very funny.
2: Gifted, talented comedian and actor, Mort Burke. Okay. <laughs> that Mortison is not his name, just for the record. <laughs> it's just what we started calling him
3: and it is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> a wee
2: eye then mostly Naomi.
3: <laughs> I call him all Morty
5: Oh, Morty poo
2: there's something about uh, one syllable names that I tend to just elongate
5: yeah it's I don't more know what fun it I think I don't know what it is I mean we but, call we have a cat named Kevin and yeah. I started calling her Kevbo and now her name is Kevbolina which is not a name <laughs> but I just feel like I will tell you sense.
2: this though I prefer Kevbolina over Kevin <gasps> something about an animal, like, but it's funny, because obviously, like, Mabel is a human name, but yeah. there's something, but I'm like, I think it's maybe because I heard this joke one time where it's like, a cat lady isn't somebody with too many cats, it's somebody who has a cat named Richard, <laughs> and it, like, always stuck with me. Do you know whose joke that is? Rojo Perez, hilarious comedian Rojo Perez, where he's like, it's okay if someone's like, come here, Sprinkles, and they're like, 10 cats, <laughs> but if someone's like, this is Richard, they are a cat lady. And so I think that's what I think of when I think of a cat. That's so funny. Like a, a male name.
5: I like, mean, we're on the verge. We have two cats and their names are Samantha and Kevin. Uh, <laughs> the only saving grace right now is that we have a dog, but his name is Cody. So we're, you know.
2: Yeah. You're three children. You're, You're human yeah. children. <laughs> yeah. Screaming for your human children. <laughs> Come to the phone, Cody. Come to the FaceTime so we can look at you.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about Mabel and where she is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, she's
2: being quiet, but we did give she, her a CBD chew.
3: Yeah.
5: Oh, does she like those? Is, are those working for her?
3: No and no. <laughs> oh, no. no. She likes the taste of it. Oh, sure. She ate it. But it's but not like, working? But she's not, like, really into CBD.
5: Mm, she's we, not,
3: like, into the lifestyle. She's not
5: <laughs> talking to us about how
3: George Washington uh, farmed hemp.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, what a shame. We
2: got it for her because for Fourth of July because the right. fireworks. Right. Nothing could calm her down against the onslaught of the banging. Okay? Like CBD Poor couldn't Mabel. do it. However, she got CBD about 40 minutes ago and I haven't heard her. <laughs> so I think she might be chilling. Okay. I think she might be having a mellow moment.
5: Yeah, I mean the fireworks are a big ask. They for are, cbd to try to soothe
2: i know it's also like you know we don't know what we're doing we just like go to the store and the lady's like my dog loves this and i'm like okay yeah whatever.
5: <laughs> we do the same thing yeah. it's all guesswork which makes you realize that that's also what raising human children is which is terrifying
2: i know that's why i can't do it it's also like literally when my cat annoys me i kick him out the bedroom <laughs> i can't be a parent of a child. You can kick a child <laughs> out of the bedroom. Yeah, and then they go to school talking and they teach you, like, <laughs> my mama kicked me out of the bedroom. <laughs> they call CPS on my ass in a minute. <laughs> like, you are not loving your children.
5: Every time I think, oh, maybe. I talk to a friend that has a kid and I talked to my friend <laughs> recently whose child was desperate to shit outside on the side. <laughs> and she was like, please don't do it. Wait, wait, and wait. he comes up to her a few hours after her basically begging him not to do it. He's got this little grin on his face. He's like, Mom, (laughs) I pooped outside. And she looks and there's a steaming shit on the sidewalk of their Airbnb. Wait, on the
2: sidewalk? We're not talking like a backyard. Oh,
5: no, I'm sorry. The backyard, the concrete of the backyard. Oh,
2: concrete. Okay, 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 backyard though.
5: And she's like... Mad as fuck because, of course, of she course. asked him not to shit outside. Why does he want to shit outside? Is my exact question. And then, um, now she's got to pick up poop outside. Yes. And so she's, she's not giving him a reaction. She's like, I'm just very disappointed that you decided to poop outside when mommy asked you not to. And he goes, It has flies on it. Oh. And he's so ah! Fucking pleased with himself. I'm like, I don't think I can oh, do it. I don't yeah. think I can do it.
3: Yeah. No, children are pure id. I am a heavy mixture of All ego super and super ego. Ego. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Yeah. yeah, I have a little bit of it. I ate some potato chips last night at midnight. <laughs> I ate your potato chips, Naomi. I'm sorry. I'm saying it now. I ate your potato chips. I know, babe. I'll get you some more.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I like junk food, but I like it very spe- very specific times, mm. you know, because for me, you know, food is like love and medicine. It has a lot of work to do. So I'm very specific <laughs> about like what I eat when. So it's like I buy the kettle chips, but that doesn't mean I'm going to eat the kettle chips immediately. There's going to be a special moment when I require those
5: kettle chips. Yes, I, I'm the same way. Andrew, however, <laughs>
2: knows kettle chips are on the premises and they must be consumed. Yeah, that's just it.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh, you and Mort are very similar in this way. I've had to specifically say if he opens something that I know I also want some of i have to I have to say a couple of times, don't eat all of them he <laughs> He says you know he is a sober man, so he has a consumption problem, so if he sees uh-huh. a thing, he will just. <laughs> Until it's
3: gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so why I, I never to like, got into. I focus here, focus
5: here. <laughs> yeah. that's, oh,
3: that's, why I, that's why I never got into drugs and alcohol, because I know that if I really enjoy it, I'm just going to keep doing it. So I'm just like, all right, let's cut this off. We'll At just stick head. with chips. Right. We'll stick with the mozzarella sticks. And you know what I should get you, Naomi? A snack safe. A snack safe that yeah. only you know the combination to. And you can keep bags of chips in there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Because oh, I have been putting things idea. up on high shelves, but that doesn't stop him.
3: No. no no, if no. you got a stepladder
2: he gets a stepladder he gets a stepladder <laughs> even like, if we
3: did have a stepladder I would know from living with my parents how to push myself up on the uh, with my arm strength on the, on the, on the
5: counter. Counter. <laughs> <laughs> my arm strength <laughs> The high places has actually been a deterrent for Mort. He's been talking about him like he's a fucking dog, but it has. I got my mom got me this like. Mort has since just cut out sugar. I have. A, at some point, he's going to stop eating food and then ascend. I don't know what right? is next for him. No. But before he had cut out sugar, my mom had gotten me this like chocolate assortment for my birthday, and I was going away for a trip, and Mort was like. Ah, and I was like, do not. That's my special chocolate. Yep. And I was like, we're going to put it up here. And then I came back and he was so proud of himself. He was like, honey, I didn't eat any of the chocolate. And I it was didn't get your it was, birthday chocolate. <laughs> it was oh out of God. sight, out of mind
3: for him. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, why don't we, we, I feel like we're in a good place now. Yes. Why yes. don't we take a break and then we'll come back and we'll answer some of our listeners' advice questions. That's a good. Feels good to me. All right. We'll be back after this. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash people today.
2: And, and we're, we're back. back with Ashley Birch here to help you handle your scandal. Also on the line, <laughs> Ben Labato. And we've been talking about you for hours, and we just want to know how life has treated you.
0: Oh, uh, but man,
3: it's just been swimming. I- <laughs> I gotta say. How
5: did you know exactly what he sounds like?
3: (laughs) I gotta say life has just been uh, just tulips and dandelions for for the last thirty years. How old are you? (laughs) you You're like you're like thirties?
5: Yeah, I'm thirties.
3: Okay.
5: Oh yeah, I'm (laughs) thirties.
3: Oh yeah, I'm thirties. Oh yeah. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom.
5: Life has
2: been a swell, baby. So, Ash, you know, people come to us, honey. They're sending us DMs on Instagram, DMs on Twitter, emails Mm. at CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. They're sending us voicemails. And I always love the voicemails because I really get to know what's going on with you. You know, as you know, as a voice actor, the voice says so much. It does. So when I hear that, I I go, okay, this this person's on the edge of their seat. They're at the end (laughs) of their rope. I need to know. Uh, And if you guys want to leave a voicemail, we always love to hear them. 323-524-7839. You have a three-minute limit. So you got to keep it tight, guys, because you will get cut (laughs) off and you will not have asked your actual question. Yeah.
3: And pop your pronouns in there. Otherwise, we will default to they them. All right, (laughs) here we go. Hi, folks. Uh,
1: My name's Casey. I identify as she her. Um, I'm just realizing that, wow, I'm never going to make this three minutes if I don't hurry the fuck up. So one, (laughs) I've just listened to her... um, Mr. Hillier's episode, and it was lovely, and I really like the community that you guys are fostering. He comments about how lovely everybody is, Um, but you did say something along the lines of, we're all pleasant indoor kids, and I would like to identify as an outdoor kid. I'm so sorry, (laughs) Naomi. Um, So my question for Naomi, Andy, and esteemed guests is... I identify as aromantic, so not aromantic, aromantic, because I'm hard to asexual, but uh, I'm sorry, Naomi, I am sexual, um, <laughs> and I just, I don't know how to tell my friends and family so that they understand. I try to say it's like, it's asexual, but then they think I'm asexual. So then they're like, oh, this sad girl at home alone, she must be so lonely. Like, I am not lonely, if you know what I mean. Like, I have some friends. And even when I don't have friends with benefits coming around, I'm not lonely. And I don't have any interest in it. So I've just been telling people that I don't want kids or that, <laughs> like, life is really busy right now or something. And I really don't know how to adequately verbalize that I have... Zero interest in the traditional trajectory of relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a first-time caller, maybe a first-time somewhat sober caller. I'm sorry, this is my third glass of wine. Um, But I love (laughs) you guys so much. I listen to every episode immediately, and I just really don't know what to do or how to proceed with this. And... You guys have all the answers, and even when you don't, it's really entertaining. So thank you for everything. Much love from Canada, um, even when you make fun of it. Um, We love you. I love you. And thanks for all your awesomeness. Bye.
2: Do we make fun of Canada? I didn't think we did, but maybe just America in general makes fun of Canada. Casey, first of all, don't apologize for being outdoorsy and sexual. <laughs> All right. Granted, we may never find an activity that is mutually enjoyable. Mm. However
3: It's certainly not if those two things intersect. <laughs>
2: not if
5: those two things intersecting.
2: But you don't have to apologize to me. I'm just I'm glad that you find solace in our community. Our community of delicate souls.
5: I can't yeah. believe how eloquent she was after three glasses of wine. <laughs> that was right. incredible.
3: I know. Right. After one glass of wine, I'd just be like I I don't want to. I outside, fucking.
5: <laughs> What's
3: going on?
2: Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So describing being aromantic, um, I don't know, I don't know much about being aromantic other than what I'm hearing is like not really into a traditional relationship, but enjoying you know f- you know, uh, sex and stuff with people. But it's like I don't need to like be your be <laughs> your boo and sex frolic sex and stuff. I don't need to, like, be your boo. You see what I'm saying? Is that, like, Mm. the vibe,
5: you think? I I think so, right? It's, like, she seems to enjoy sexual partners but has no interest in being in, like, a relationship.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Casey, you'll call us back and correct us, obviously, and so will many other listeners. (laughs) I'm not worried (laughs) about being schooled in that regard. But I guess the issue really, of course, is this whether, you know, how to explain to... The people in her life. How to explain
3: to the boomers? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
5: exactly. That's like the general question of so many people's lives (laughs) right now. How to explain to the boomers? (laughs) Yay.
3: I would just cut them out of my life.
5: (laughs) Well, I think what's I think what it is is like.
3: I don't really mean that, by the way.
2: I know. I think what you know when your family comes at you, taking it. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But hearing it like. Them worried about you, worry, quote unquote, is like their version of love. They want you to be happy, but they only know the way they've been made happy. Mm -hmm. So when they come at you like, you don't want, you don't want a boyfriend. You don't want to be married. And it's like, mom, dad, whoever's like, you don't need to worry about me. Like, I think that's more the response to some of this is, like, because I don't know if you're necessarily going to get them to, quote, unquote, understand what it is yeah. to be romantic. I think what you really want is for them to just accept that you are not going to be doing the traditional things that they think are required for happiness.
5: hmm I think that's a really good response. And I also think that, like, there might be a time of just trying to accept that they might not understand because there's not – you, you can't control – their boomer brains and how they view your lifestyle choice. So as long as they're not like being, you know, damning or abusive, I mean, if they are, then I think then it's boundary time, but you know, as, as long as you're comfortable with your choices and you're happy with your choices, that's all that really matters. Well, exactly. Cause I think it's very much like,
2: you know, when you, when Casey says you're saying like, Oh, they think, Oh, this sad girl by herself. And it's like, it doesn't matter what they think, even though it may be like your parents. And it's so hard to mm-hmm. say like, what other people think of me is none of my business when these are the people who have known you your whole life. But at the same time, their interpretation of your life has actually no bearing on your life. They can think you're sad, but it don't change the fact that you out here getting yours, <laughs> okay?
5: <laughs> so it's you're like, outdoors and you're fucking.
2: Outdoors and you're fucking, it's fine. <laughs> you're thriving.
3: You're thriving. You're picking pine needles out of your
5: butt.
3: You are doing it. Uh, There's something, there's there's an associated feeling with this, and this is coming from Uh, This is mostly from my experience where it's like you are resentful of your parents for not fucking figuring it out, for not Mm. doing the work. Like, why do I? And this is, I mean, dumb stuff for me for like like career stuff where I'm just like, why don't you just Google what a podcast is? (laughs) You know, why can't you Google what a what a uh A pilot deal is, or whatever, like all the like businessy shit. Where I, where they're they're like, oh, all right, well, I guess we'll just concentrate on Naomi because she's doing visible stuff and we can't understand any of this like intricate business thing. I'm just like, (laughs) you could. My dad was a business person before he retired. But you could. You sorry. Now I'm getting (laughs) because there is, but there's a lot of for me. There's a lot of resentment for it's like, why are you like when I'm curious about something, I. Both Google and then ask people. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, why are you just like acting confused? And saying like and just like being concerned, trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
2: I agree. It's like asking questions. Also, this may seem silly, but you know, how parents love to send you articles and shit. Why don't you turn the tables? Send them a damn article, <laughs> like what is a romantic, and be like, would that's, you please? That's
3: actually really good. That's actually a good. Yeah. Idea.
2: If there is something you find online that you feel like, oh, this is right. This is like the closest description of who I am. Send that to them, girl, and be like, happy to talk if you have questions afterwards. That's but great, I But you got yeah. to do some baseline reading. I mean, Ash, when you, you know, recently you came out as pansexual. I did. And did you get responses from older people being like, what? Peter Pan? <laughs> What's happening? Who are you? You know what I mean?
5: Um, yes. I had a few people being like, why doesn't she just say bisexual? And then it becomes like a whole thing where you have to go, well that suggests that there's only two genders and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a lot of explaining. And I've, for me, have just made peace with the fact that, like, my mom doesn't get it. She didn't get it back when back when it was just by, and she's not <laughs> going to get it now. Um, so, and I, for, you know, for my part of it, I have had a lot of trouble with, like, my mom not uh, approving of my choices. Mm -hmm. Like, I get really sensitive about that and then I start to doubt myself. And so part of my, like, growth has been going, my mother is an old Asian immigrant (laughs) and she's nervous and she's worried about me and she doesn't know everything. So Mm -hmm. just because she's being what feels like judgy or whatever it happens to be I know it comes from a place of love and I need to work on my own part of it which is not taking it so personally and not letting it affect how I feel about my own decisions yeah and and who I am Mm. so um, yeah so that whole that whole thing is like I could say bye to make it easier to swallow but it's not accurate so if someone wants to have a conversation with me about non-binary people then we can but (laughs) If you're not down, you're not down. And I, it's yeah. not my job to explain it to you.
3: Maybe yeah. you could have a multiversal adventure with her <laughs> where you try to destroy all of reality and then maybe that can heal you.
2: Okay, I yeah. consider
5: that. Well,
2: Ashley loved I actually love that movie. A, she would want to do
5: that, exactly. I actually do love that movie. I would need a. I would need a charming dad, though, which I don't have, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah. maybe I can hire one. Maybe I can just hire... Key. What's yeah, that? That yeah, 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 that actor. I'll just hire that actor.
2: Yeah, from everything, everywhere, all at once to play charming dad <laughs> who you'll follow to the ends of the earth.
3: Uh, wait, do you have a relationship with your dad? I don't know anything about your – I just know your stepdad. I've met him. Uh,
5: n- no, actually, this is probably the first time I'm saying this publicly. No, I don't have a relationship with my dad anymore. Um, but, you know, if he gets his head out of his ass, maybe that can change one exactly.
2: day. Exactly. We'll yeah, I was going to say, but bless his heart.
5: That's, but that's hard. It's like you know, it's like, yeah.
2: So um, but yeah, you and your mom, it's it's so um what I think would be interesting sometimes because we've talked about how people will assume you're white mm-hmm. and how you're white passing, and you know, for you that is, you know, you're like pissed off about it. <laughs> In particular because like you were raised by an Asian woman. Like your your the culture is you know it was like you and your mom and so like that is more where you are aligned than mm-hmm. feeling like i'm like i'm a white girl but yeah. then also i'm like you could be an undercover operative you could be a secret <laughs> agent okay you can go up in there and get answers and report back to the culture <laughs> that's how i feel about it We're that's a trying. good show idea
3: by the way you have a bunch of white passing folks yeah. who then go into white communities to fuck them up.
2: <laughs> yes. I love it. That's all I want is to create undercover operatives
5: to I'll bring them down from the inside. Happily. I'll happily have you be my commander <laughs> as as a white passing operative. <laughs>
2: you have to use your Jennifer Horizon skills. <laughs> of Did you course. say
3: Jennifer Verizon?
2: Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Jennifer Horizon is the name of the lead character. Much of the way Mortheson is Mort's name.
5: These are things I've just
2: made up that I'm sticking with.
5: This is the Naomi canon that I live my <laughs> this life This is by. canon. This is like,
2: I have no interest in learning the intricacies of the world of Horizon, colon, zero dawn, zero 30. What is it? I just know that you are wearing chain mail and fighting.
3: And that's all I need to know.
2: That's all I need to know.
3: all right why don't we do this one this one came to us i'm not sure i didn't write it down i think it's gmail
2: oh it's looking like a longie can i read it sure number 15 yep all right because when it's a longie i'm like we might have to blow through it hi naomi andy mabel's prim squee and (laughs) guests thank you so much for shouting out the animals (laughs) I am just delighted by all of you. Thank you for continuing to bring me joy in these times. I know Naomi prefers a voicemail, but I'm prone to rambling. So here we are. All right. I've been spending time with an old family friend since the summer. Our parents are very good friends and we just never knew each other. Well, anyway, we're Jewish. So we have mothers who are Jewish and therefore not subtle in being concerned about us both being single in our mid Uh thirties or pretty much anything else. My mom brought him up to me sometime last year while I was sort of seeing another person. That didn't work out, so I decided to reach out to the friend in a, quote, let's get this over with and just meet for a drink kind of way, assuming this is likely to come up again, and we can say that at least we did it. i had always thought he was sort of aloof and a stoner, and it turns out he is very introverted, mostly antisocial, and anxious, which is the main reason for the spo- smoking. Parenthetical, I take medication for my anxiety because, again, Jewish. And parenthetical. It also turns out we have a lot in common and get along quite well. And I am, surprise, super into him. (laughs) I got the sense he was interested and finally got the courage to kiss him. He had no reaction. It was weird, but somehow less awkward than it could have been. I talked to him about it the next day and he said he's out of practice and I probably picked up on things he didn't know he was doing and that he doesn't know what he wants in general. I told him I understand and that I do think we should keep spending time together with no pressure, but... I didn't want to force anything. Hmm. This was maybe three months ago, and we've bounced back, continue spending time together, and neither of us have tried anything since. I'm too scared to, and I honestly don't know if he would, even if he wanted to. We talk about anxiety a lot and how it prevents both of us from doing things. He continues to put out signals that I now know he is unaware of. Whether it's romantic or not, I really love having this person in my life. But my reality is that I do have romantic feelings, and I'm not even trying to meet other people. I'm sure that he's not dating either. My excuse to myself has been that it's too cold out. I'm in NYC. So this is <laughs> also from a while ago. And I barely want to go out with from people. From this year. And I barely want to go out with people I already know. All I ever wanted in this life is a nerd. <laughs> so Aww.
0: there you go.
2: Should I just try to get over it and accept that I have a friend? Please help me. Oh, and our parents have no idea we've been hanging out. Huh. Now. Now, now, now.
3: I, I okay. Go sorry, ahead. So, no, no. no I was going to ask Ashley because it seemed like you were gathering your thoughts. Well,
5: uh, my opinion is you got to get a straight answer, probably. And then if this answer is I'm not interested in you romantically, then you have to make some boundaries, probably.
2: not you got to get, get over think. it? Okay, <laughs> that's my thing. That's I wasn't gathering. I just said this. Is, Michelle ain't gonna like it. OK, you got to get over it. This person is showing you that they are not
3: capable of reciprocating. Period. So maybe not. Hold on. Maybe not ready. Maybe uh-huh. they're capable and may, might be capable in the future, but certainly not at the moment.
2: Stop it. That's how you leave <laughs> people hanging on, talking about what well, maybe in the future. Maybe if you just wait a little. She, Look, we all know that the earth is melting and we are hurtling towards death. Don't be spending your time waiting on somebody who's like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm sending signals I don't know I'm sending. Let's talk about being anxious together. This is not somebody that you have a relationship with. This is your friend who you are sad with together. Y'all just (laughs) both talk in circles and make each other laugh and make fun of each other for being anxious. But this is not the boyfriend
5: it's just not yeah i agree
3: wow iyanla mode
2: look it's like because i have been there i mean hello you know i talk about loving an awkward man i <laughs> queen said i'm saying honey if you're on the spectrum i am about you okay <laughs> but it's dangerous it is like it's meaning it's like this is somebody like if you choose somebody actively who's like i don't either have the tools or have the interest in um, forming a bond with you in that way, then you just, you know, you do set yourself up to be hurt. And the question is like, you know, can you take a break? from hanging out is there a way for you like for instance when you say you haven't been going like now it's warm out are you going out are you meeting new people that's what i would like to know and i don't mean necessarily like oh i gotta go meet new people to date but maybe you just need some new people to hang out with some new friends some new like things to do go to mccarran park
0: (laughs) you know play frisbee
2: (laughs) oh toss the bee around (laughs) um but i just think that you know this is a friend and hey no, I'm not going to say, because I was going to say, hey, who knows in 10 years. But I said, don't even think about that. It's like, yeah. this person is a friend. This is who they are. And they've made that pretty clear. Can you reopen it up? It's on Andy's phone. So he's to unlock it for me. <laughs> you know my code. Yeah, but like, it was over by you. Okay, because <laughs> he had no reaction when she kissed him. I talked mm. to him about it the next day. And he said he's out of practice. And I probably picked up on things he didn't know he was doing and that he doesn't know what he wants in general.
0: Mm. He said that
5: to you. Yeah, that's pretty clear. He said that to you.
2: And I don't know ends in no. Okay? Your girl said it. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on a <laughs> <bug. laughs> That's a no right now. That's a, that's a no. He, he, he cannot right now. And, he, and you owe it to yourself
5: to find somebody who
2: can
3: yeah. yeah.
5: You can't sit around and wait. No, you can't. Like, you should at least be trying, if if you're interested in being in a relationship, you should at least be trying to see other people. At minimum, yeah. I would say. The yeah. fact that you're not looking for other folks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you're just gonna be
5: exactly. stuck in this limbo.
3: You are. You ever date a weird nerd, Ashley? <laughs>
5: My type is weird nerds. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> no, I'm like, you know. But I <laughs> mean, like weird shutdown nerds. Like this is a different this is a different brand. Like an emotional repress. Yes. Like someone who's gonna argue about like the color of lightsabers on Twitter.
5: No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. I mean, more to, more a to music and a skate nerd, but I don't There's think no, he would hold get on. in a
3: skate nerd. That's... <laughs> skaters are cool. <laughs> If you're talking about decks and Ollie's, you're cool.
2: <laughs> but yeah, nobody, like, I guess, yeah, you nobody know, is, it is interesting, like, guys who were, like, the shy, quiet type, that uh-huh. you were like, I'm going to draw you out. Or no, you like somebody who is pretty open and direct.
5: I mean, when I first, I'm trying, I'm going through my, passing the slugs and going through my Rolodex. Mm <laughs> hmm. I never dated anyone I think that was like really bombastic. Mm-hmm. I've dated shy guys, um, but the biggest thing for me I think was if for an initial attraction was like, are you funny and are mm-hmm. you good at something? Like if you're if you have a talent that I find appealing or you're funny, and I think to show that being like totally shut down is maybe
3: yeah that's not the I way yeah. yeah yeah
2: you're not gonna find that
3: yeah yeah I wonder if our caller just finds um, consonance with this person. Uh, like oh someone else who has who talks about, who, who has anxiety who talks about anxiety and so i wonder if there's like if there's any confusion between that and romantic feelings because well, if you're not get, like i don't know i've never liked someone who like i was getting nothing from
2: i know what you mean i know what you mean but this is what i'm saying though what they what you're getting and this is what can happen with these like quiet shy aloof guys right when somebody is reserved it makes any little attention so much bigger. Yeah. And it does, it do, you feel a charge because it's like, wow, this person's looking me in the eye, <laughs> you know, or mm-hmm. like coming to hang out with me when they never leave the house, you know, whatever it is. So it's, I think it's easy to take stuff that's so minor and then you do say, oh, this is interest. Um, but I think the thing is like, and obviously she thinks he's cute. Like it's like, you know, yeah. this has to be like, oh my God, he's like an awkward dude who, you know, who's really cute and who gets me.
5: Mm-hmm. There are but, a lot of people like that in the world, by the way. There's so many awkward exa- dudes that get you.
2: Exactly. That's the thing. And that's why you have to like be out and about because it's like, you know, you, you can find more people you're simpatico with than you think.
5: Also, I wonder if, I mean, not to totally psychoanalyze someone from a single email, but like, why are you attached to someone who gives you so little in return? What is it about? Mm. Is there something that's sort of appealing about the fact that it is unattainable? Is there something mm-hmm. about, you know, if he suddenly did start giving you a lot of attention, would that be scary? Is there something about this that feels romantic, but also is not committal and not as intense? So you're sort of the limbo feels safe. Right.
2: It's manageable. Ah. It's manageable. Yeah. 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 Also, actually we do psychoanalyze people from a single email. Okay.
3: Okay. That's the whole premise of the program.
5: Okay, great. As long as I'm not
3: (laughs) I'm paging through my Freud right now, just looking for Uh, (laughs) uh, How do we describe it, you know? So Mm, penis envy? No, that doesn't work. I think so. I think it's like but
2: it's true. It's like you deserve somebody who is as into it as you are. Yeah. That's it. And I always say, right? One of my one like I'm always like, anybody worth your time will not need to be convinced hmm You should, you don't, you know, relationships are work, but I think the act of getting into them should be relatively easy. Right. You shouldn't like have, have to... Coming together should be chill, and then, yes, you get to know each other and build a life. It's <laughs> like, oh, hard. God, yeah. Oh, God. Right, it's <laughs> That's not a really club.
5: That's a really good point, actually. I think that's so true. If you're on the struggle bus even getting into dating, you're not, you don't want to do what comes next. <laughs> what comes next is the hard part. Yeah. Like... Healing all your fucking trauma and dealing with each other's idiosyncrasies and issues <laughs> and whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let it be easy breezy at the top.
2: Exactly.
3: Up top's gotta be gotta mm-hmm. be somewhat organic. But <laughs> um They've at least got to react if you kiss them. One way or the that's
5: other. That's at minimum. I would at
3: say that's men. Yeah. At men. Okay. I, th- I think there are better people on the horizon for our our listener.
2: You mean on
5: the I think
3: so. Jennifer,
5: Jennifer Horizon?
2: Horizon? <laughs> you, guys are forcing me
3: to turn. you guys are forcing me to make that the title of the episode. No,
5: <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, 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 never. Um,
3: guys, I want to say right at the end, Mabel is asleep in the cat's cat box thing
2: okay Aww. we will be po- we will be posting With her little head sticking out i'm
3: gonna see if i can take a picture without he's gonna waking grab her a picture up. without waking her up but i need everyone to know that that she's <laughs> high on cbd or whatever cbd <laughs> does to you she's mellowed out she's relaxed she's Aww. a hemp head,
5: a hemp head. <laughs> bless her Aww. she deserves some relaxation after all she's been through girl
2: all she do is relax
5: <laughs> and make
2: you do the work okay <laughs> I'm petting the cat. She comes in there, literally steps in front of the cat and says, Pet me
5: now.
3: Taps Naomi's hand.
2: And I was like, You weren't even checking for me until I started petting this cat. (laughs) Okay.
5: She cries it. I love how upfront Mabel is about her Her (laughs) about how like extra she is. And what a prim lady she is. Ashley Birch,
2: thank you so much for coming through and visiting us here at Couples Therapy Guide.
5: Thanks for having me.
2: You're a delight. You're a damn delight
5: so nice to see both of you, even through the internet. And you guys, we'll
1: see you next week.
0: <laughs> Bye! Mom deserves better than a drugstore card.